Hi, you are listening to Asian Skycast, the show that brings you the most updated aviation industry insight. Hi, I'm Alan Davis, the Media and Communications Director here at Asian Sky Group and Asian Sky Media. This podcast is the first release from the Asian Sky Group Virtual Exhibition and Conference, which was the first business aviation trade show and conference to be held in the metaverse. We'll be releasing selected panels and interviews from the event every Wednesday and Friday, so don't forget to check the website regularly for all the new releases. But in this episode, we talked to Violet Quek of Lendicate, who talks us through setting up the new company as well as what it will be offering. One of the reasons that we asked you to um, be one of the moderators is, of course, in your, in your background in finance. Um, and you've just set up your own company as well, uh, Lendicate. Can you talk us through sort of the process you went through to make that decision to set up on your own? Was there, was there sort of a, a gap in the market that you saw that you thought you could fill? Uh, yeah, um, this is an idea that I have, I've had for several years now. Uh, it's, you know, maybe when I was uh, in Mingxiang, and I wanted to do this for shipping. But commercial shipping, it's quite difficult um, because, for, for at least for the layman investor, um, everyone thinks that the shipping industry goes in, in tandem. Yeah. But in reality, shipping has different subsectors, and each subsector is not related to how another sector works. So I think that's quite difficult, and there are a lot of very technical uh, terms in shipping, and not to mention the volatility in shipping. It's uh, hard to digest sometimes. You can have charter rates per day, you know, ranging between. Well, if you talk about big oil tankers, that was a bit crazy last year. Um, it was. A, went up to about 250 300,000 US dollars a day and now it's back to 10 15 oh, wow okay <laughs> it's quite a big jump it's a big jump so it, it takes uh, you know it's not everyone can understand that and a lot of uh, specialist banks close down um, but it, doing something online bridging funders private capital and borrowers or lessees is something I've always aspired to do. And then I joined the business aviation industry and I felt, yeah, why not? You know, I think this is a probably a better industry to start this business with, um, even though it's in aviation, but actually none of the clients or the borrowers or lessees, they are in the aviation business. In every other business that, you know, it's pretty much the asset managers, the uh, private offices, the institutional funds are investing now. Mm. Listed company shares or listed company bonds, uh, to some extent, maybe private investments in venture cap, but most of it is in listed equities and bonds. Mm. So, and we, me and my co-founders thought this might be a, a good diversification for these funds. Because um, you don't have the option or the avenue to enter into this industry. And is, is it only business aviation that you're targeting, or is it, or is it business aviation initially, and then you're looking expanding into different sectors? Um, after speaking to all the different funders, it will be business aviation initially. Um, okay, this can be replicated for other products. I mean, I, I would love to do something in shipping at some point in time later on. Um, so baby steps. You know, we want to have the foundation set up and ironed out. So 
this uh, whole uh, process can be replicated for other products. Yeah, absolutely. And so, just just talk us through just talk us through the process a, a customer of yours might go through. Okay, so it's it's quite similar to a general, um, I guess, uh, financing with any other financier. Um, the either the referral party or the borrower, you know, reaches out to you and asks for some indications, high level indications, to see if you know this is something that they're comfortable with and they want to explore further. You know, it's in their target. Um, and then if they are interested to move forward, they will ask you more questions and develop from there. So for us, most of it is the same, except when it comes to integrating the funders into the picture. So when the borrower is interested to move or more engaged to move further, the discussions further, we send a project teaser to potential funders we feel that the transaction meets risk appetite to at least have a heads up of you know whether this is something that they will want to move forward as well in terms of uh, being interested to find out more and invest a fund into the project and then when we get to the term sheet stage uh, with the borrower um, they will have to provide more information and we do some preliminary KYC clearance and checks and also some basic financial analysis uh, and at that point in time, with our funders, we also provide them a draft participation term sheet. And so when the borrower signs their financing term sheet, they have to put down a good faith deposit, and then we do a full KYC check. So we, we are not just like a financial intermediary. We are actually doing more than just bridging, you know, like matching people. We do the credit analysis. We do KYC. We have our due diligence provider and we use uh, Refinitive to do our basic due diligence. Uh, we have our qualitative and quantitative credit methods um, and we have uh, a proprietary rating uh, transaction system that, that we provide to our funders. So then we start collating the uh, information from the various obligors and we prepare an information package for the funders. So that will include you know, all the KYC checks, the aircraft information, the whole analysis, including the uh, structure, et cetera, et cetera, to get the commitment. And at the point in time, we will also want an NDA from the funders as well so that we can disclose who the obligors are. And you know, there will be a small deposit that the funders will need to put in as well. This is just to minimize bad hats who wants to have information just for the sake of you know, knowing what is going on. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So I, th I think some people might think that now is quite an interesting time to to set up a new business. Is there anything you saw in the market that you, that you actually thought now is now is the right time to do this? I know you mentioned that you've been thinking about this for, for several years, but I was just wondering if there was a certain point the market reached or, or something reached that you thought, okay, now is now's the right time. Yeah, I think last year was a bit tough because last year was there was COVID and I had to wait for some of my uh, then existing clients to have the aircraft being delivered. So I didn't want to say, hey, bye, uh, good luck. Yeah, and I thought this time would be quite good as well. It's just right. It's not the end of the pandemic yet, but there is opening up and the various governments around the world are trying to learn how to live with it and more people are getting vaccinated. There's only so long that you know, we can be closed forever. Yeah. It doesn't make sense that, especially for a lot of Southeast Asian countries, I'm Singaporean and living in Hong Kong. If these two cities don't open, you can't be shut for five years. Mm. What's going to happen to them? Um, so, yeah, I think at some point, you know, it's going to have some calculator opening 
uh, and slightly more relaxed. It's not may not be so free as before pre-pandemic. Um, and we wanted to also set it up at this time because we are a new company and this is quite a new concept. So there are you know some things that we want to iron out all the kinks and get all these uh, admin stuff in place. Uh, yeah, I was like busy with you know, setting up the accounting system, expense system. The website took about two and a half months and we're trying to get the, uh, the Chinese version going as well. So all that takes time. Um, and then once we close maybe a few deals and then we can see where are the kinks that need to be ironed out. Because if, if the market is booming and then we're struggling with so many deals and being a new company, it's not easy. I, I, can, I can imagine, absolutely. And, and you mentioned the website earlier. I think I saw an email today or yesterday saying the website just gone live. Is that correct? Yes, yes. Uh, the designers worked very hard. I said we need to get at least our English version out for this uh, exhibition. Yeah. Um, and I'm very pleased that they were able to integrate finance lease indication requests on the website. It's not for all the aircraft, you know, but for say the generic or the more uh, common types of aircraft, you know, not too old. And, you know, if uh, people find it's easier or potential borrowers find it's easier or referral parties don't have to reach out to us, they can fill in all the uh, various boxes and the, you know, an email will be sent to us and they will, will get back uh, with uh, the financing indications. Absolutely. And so I think we're pretty much running out of time, unfortunately, but I, oh, I just have one... Quick. I know, absolutely. But I just have one last question for you, and I, I've been wondering this since the last time we spoke a few months ago. But um, how's Tweedledee? I haven't seen Tweedledee, but I heard he's not doing so well. Oh, he's okay. lost a lot of leaves. Oh dear. Okay. I'm yeah. sorry to hear that. I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> well, I hope. Yeah. Okay, perfect. All right, Violet, thank you very much for talking to me. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Alut. Thank you. Take care. Thanks for joining us this week on Asian Skycast. Make sure to visit our website, Asian Sky Media, where you can subscribe to the show on your phone or via RSS, so you'll never miss a show.